Are you not going to count me in? The hell? Thought this was professional and shit. You can go. <laughs> You're listening to Dubstep and Dragons, a D&D 5e actual hey, play I podcast. This was Dubstep Guys, and Dragons. Just, Where's that at? I'm just there shut off the is. music. I'm trying to get through the Thanks, intro. Man. It's yeah. Step oh, This is going to be painful. <laughs> anyway, a D&D 5e actual play podcast with a cyberpunk twist. My name is Matthew and I will be your game master. I'm Dan, and I'm Alphonse. I'm Luke, I'll play Ash. I'm Bo, and I'll play Norse. Oh, goody. God, Norse, your, vo- your voice just... <laughs> it's something today. It sounds great. Are you hearing the banjos? That's the songs of my people. Songs of my people. So we begin our story. In Chicago, at Union Station, Earth 2093, Alphonse, you're walking through a crowded bus, excuse me, crowded train terminal. There's people all around you. It's very well lit in here, which is unusual. Uh, Most places that you've been in Chicago since you've been here, they keep the lights dim just to conserve power Uh, but you can tell that because this is such an important hub for travel between here and Kansas City that uh, they keep it really well lit people are shoving you aside trying to get to where they're going Uh, in spite of your government escort you, uh, you have two guards with you that are making sure that you get to your train uh, two rather large men, uh, heavily modified. They're wearing they're wearing full suits and everything, but just your inherent understanding of cybernetics. In fact, give me a perception check, just to just to see. Yes. So, perception check. Uh, that would be a 23. 23. You you start spotting, you see right behind the ears uh, a little a little pill sized piece sticking out, which you would know are audio receptors. Uh, so they have increased hearing. You see at the ends of their sleeves where their hand their hands coming out. Uh, they have they have what looks like skin, uh, but you know that it's it's a synthetic skin covering their cybernetics. These are these are men that don't want to be seen as frightening. They want to be subtle. So kind of like a secret service. Yes, exactly. Okay, uh, and this seems excessive to you. Uh, you're just a government employee on your way uh, being transferred from Chicago to Kansas City. But uh, you don't question it because the government, even today, still loves to just waste money. And, and so they're going to pay these guys their salaries to escort a, 
an IT guy, essentially, to his train. Uh, with that, you also spy, which, excellent perception roll, you spy uh, towards the front of the train, you see the typical uh, military transfers. Uh, you see a group of heavily armed, heavily armored men uh, moving what looks to be just a, a giant steel box. Uh, and they are loading it on the the military car, which is typically towards the front of the train. Can I make out any details on this box? It seems fairly nondescript. Uh, okay. You you see it from the looks of it. It looks like this is just a standard con- shipping container. Uh, it's it's hard to tell what would be inside. Okay, but there's clearly military type people yeah they're it on. yeah they're they're definitely hauling something of value okay. uh in order for it to have the escort that it's got okay uh other than that you see behind the military cart is is the i guess you would call it a law enforcement cart car uh and you see them hauling bringing inmates on there uh likely heading to Leavenworth. Oh, okay. Uh Leaven you know that that they keep they they made sure that Leavenworth stayed active because they still needed some some sort of prison system. So they built one of the filter towers uh in Leavenworth to to maintain that small area outside of Kansas City. Uh outside of that, you see you see your standard uh your standard passengers just loading on the train the train isn't packed uh but but definitely a busy day there's a fair amount of people going to and from Kansas City and Chicago does it look like my handlers or does it pers- do i perceive that my handlers would want handle a your mama joke very well give me an insight check <laughs> Your mama. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. Uh, they look fairly serious, but at the same time, uh, they haven't really paid you much attention, so you don't think they give too much of a shit about what you say or do. They just, they're there to do a job and make sure you get on that train. That's good, because I definitely didn't have a your mama joke to tell them. <laughs> I, would have, I would have failed utterly. I just wanted to see what they would do. <laughs> just just wondering how serious these two are. Gotcha. They, they seem uh, fairly serious, but also fairly disinterested okay. in their, their current task at hand. I definitely want to ask one of them how the... What do you think of the weather? <laughs> what? What? I would turn to the guard on the right and ask him, "How about the weather here?" It's it's cold. It's always cold, and I haven't seen the sun in six years. The weather is exactly how it was yesterday, and exactly how it's going to be tomorrow. You take thank, life way too serious. Thank you for reminding me. And then he just turns forward 
And you see him kind of give a little shake to his head, just like you can you can almost hear him thinking this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, I immediately say, Oh, and turn to the one left, how's the kids? <laughs> <laughs> and after listening to your exchange with the other guy, this guy is just stone face and just just trying his damnedest to ignore you. This is going to be an excellent trip. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> so they they walk. You have your ticket. You know what car you're headed to. And they know what car you're headed to. They, they bring you to the door. You walk on. And they stay outside. Okay. They don't enter the train with you. They are merely there to make sure that you made it to the train and make sure that you don't get off the train before it leaves. Okay. Okay. So so and and before you go in, the one that you somewhat spoke to prior, they somebody'll be there to help you out and and take you where you need to go once you get to Kansas City. Oh, are they sending Daryl? I don't know who Daryl is. Yeah, me either. And he's <laughs> He rolls your eyes and he just points inside. Just just go. Just sit down. Stay put. Fine. Do not leave this train. Fine. Fine. I get Fine. it. Fine. Yes. I, I get it. Okay. Please, sir. And Next you, time you, someone asks you about the weather, just say, it's lovely today. Lie out your teeth. Why? Small talk, buddy. Just small talk. I don't like small talk. Yeah. You it's, don't. it's just, just. Sit the fuck down. Have a lovely day. <laughs> I won't. It's shitty outside. It's cold. <laughs> so when you get on the train, reprogram your fucking attitude. When you get on the train, it's it's you know you're you're in coach. It is it's pretty packed in there. Uh, you're shoulder to shoulder. You have you have an elderly woman on one side, and you just can't figure out how she survived this long. Like, like this lady is pushing triple digits and somehow surviving a hellscape. <laughs> <laughs> and she's she's probably the oldest person you've seen in in years. Uh, so you have her sitting next to you. And then on the other side, you have a you have a, a gentleman looks to be thirties, forties. Seems very anxious. Uh, he's he's holding a briefcase and he's kind of he's kind of rocking back and forth, just nervously, just uh, not not sure what's going on with him. But uh, but he, I, he would definitely make you feel uneasy. Uh, outside of that, you have families, you have just a, a, a wide variety of individuals on this train with you. Cool. The one that is sitting there jittery, mm -hmm. I'm going to tell him he's in my seat. <laughs> Very good. No, sir, you're in my seat. <laughs> no, no. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in 6C. This says 6C. This is my ticket. Where's your ticket? Where's your ticket? Uh, it's right here, but you're in my seat. No, no, I am in 6C. No, you're, you're in my seat. I am in 6C. Roll persuasion. Sorry. 
So that is a 17. Um, I'm going to get my dice out because I am ill-prepared. <laughs> so while you're doing that, uh, one thing to note about Alphonse is uh, he is very, very persuasive. He has a modification where he is able to alter someone's thoughts through cybernetics. Very good. Uh, it's do a, you use that on this gentleman? Yes, it's actually a government mod that I like to play around with frequently. Is this a spell? No. Is this what would normally be considered a spell? No, I'm just describing my cybernetic okay, upgrade with persuasion. Very good. Uh, so your, your, your voice rings in his ear and and he's you're you're gaslighting the shit out of this guy. Oh yeah. And, oh yeah. And he's he's looking at his ticket. Oh boy. He's looking at his ticket and he's looking at his seat and he sees 6C and he sees 6C on his ticket and you can see that his his heart is just racing. He is so sure that he's right and yet so sure that he's wrong at the same time. He's uh, uh, yes sir, I am by all means, by all means, I'm so sorry for the misunderstanding. They must have double booked this seat. Oh. I will, I will sit in B, and 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 hopefully nobody else is double booked. Hopefully, no, no hard feelings. Just wanted to make sure I had an aisle seat. I have a problem with windows, and I don't like being in the middle. A very, very, yes, yes. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll sit there. No problem. Uh, hopefully nobody else comes to sit in this seat. No, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Oh. Oh god, this is so stressful. I hate travel. It's okay. Don't don't it's fine. It's fine. Just, and, just don't worry about it. And and he just he just he's mistakes just clutching happen. his 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 uh his What's in your briefcase? His briefcase, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Mine, um. So so he's oh I I have to make a presentation at Noogle. I I have I have a, 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 a an upgrade. It, it's it's kind of it's it's like a software upgrade that that people can use. I don't I don't know if anybody's gonna want to buy it. It it makes it. You know what? Let me stop. What's your name? Uh, I'm Ricky. Ricky. No. I know a thing or two about a thing or two. Maybe you should pitch me your idea. I I we have a train right ahead of us right. we can talk about it here the only way you're gonna get unnervous about it is to talk he's, he's looking at this old woman don't worry about leather next to you you're fine <laughs> <laughs> my old name leather. is not heather <laughs> sorry it's, heather it's winifred <laughs> see she won't even be able to judge it i just Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. If I can do it in front of you and strangers and not Heather, you got this. I, I, I can, I can, I can do this. Uh, I've got it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be fine. This yeah. is gonna be great. It'll be great. So, roll me a Constitution saving throw. Uh, that would be a seven. <laughs> This shit is boring. Oh no! <laughs> it is. It is essentially software that allows you to communicate with animals. Uh, 
the problem is there's very few animals left. <laughs> so there's there's not going to be a whole lot of demand for it. Uh, but maybe. You know, Noogle's always, you know, Noogle's always looking for 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 new things to sell and new new products to offer. Can I help him with his pitch? Or yeah. is he pretty dead set on it? No, give me a uh what what would you is is there a specific direction you want to go with it? Yes. I would like to tell him to take his software and turn it into something that projects an image of an animal that talks like a human. Almost so, almost like a So thinks like an animal but but can communicate a- acts like an animal just more of a Furby kind of friend. Very good. Uh, give me a uh, give me a performance check. Let's let's see how good of a presentation you do for this. That'd be twenty. Jesus. With a dirty twenty, you like uh, people. People are riveted by your pitch. You don't have the software to back up shit. You you just have an idea. And and you you present this idea to him. You present this idea to the whole train car. And at the end it's you're so passionate about it. And people are on the edge of their seats and and a standing ovation just breaks out across the car. People are just they're so excited to buy this product that doesn't exist. <laughs> Rick's going to sign a contract with me right here, right now, <laughs> isn't he? <clears throat> uh, you don't have anything to offer him. No. No. So, so are you trying to get him to sign a contract, giving you uh, creative credit? Yes. So that you get uh, like royalties. Yes. I'm essentially, looking, a little bit Such of royalties. A greedy guy. <laughs> uh, give me. A, you don't know me. You're I a, don't know you. I'm gonna regret this because you're a bard. Give me a persuasion check. Uh, that's seventeen. So you tied. Okay. I, I, I rolled a flat 17. That, I can't remember when it has the circle and the other circle. <coughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, so that means you get to add your, your proficiency modifier twice. Uh, so I gave him a flat roll mm-hmm. of 17. So you guys tied. Uh, so what he's going to do is he's going to ask for your contact information. And, and he's going to... Oh, uh, this is... This is a great idea. I'm, I'm, I, I'm going to pitch this. I need all your contact information, and if I, if, if this goes well, then, then, uh, I'll know how to get a hold of you, and you can help me develop it. Ricky, 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 Ricky. I really don't like that answer. I don't have any other answer to give you. I don't have anything. I don't I don't have anything to sell. You don't have a napkin inside of that briefcase? But uh, the napkin would give you uh, uh, what are, what are you, uh, 
I just want a little bit of money if this is successful. I'm trying to help and, you not fail. And he like, and he like nervously jots down, uh, giving giving you creative credit, and and he's he's looking at you, and he's you you see his, his he kind of steals his gaze at you, like almost like you feel like he's sizing you up. Uh, so he's he's looking at you, and he writes, it's a number, and he, he hands it to you, and it, it's offering you 5% royalties. Ricky, I'm not greedy. This is perfect. Oh, yeah. Well, hopefully it sells. Just sign. I, I already signed. Uh, you just have to sign, and then we'll make a copy of it. Great. Do you have two napkins? I do. Let's just go ahead and sign two different napkins, and we each go our separate ways. So he, he starts <laughs> filling it out. <laughs> and he... He signs the other copy and he, okay, sign this one. This one's for me. I take a look at it just to make sure it still says 5%. Yeah, it's it's the exact same. Ricky, I believe in you. I Pitch your ass off. And he he like kind of puffs out his chest and puts his shoulders back and he's, yes, I'm going to do this. This is going to be the greatest presentation that Nougal has ever seen. And before he, before he finishes, I basically <laughs> kick back and start falling asleep. <laughs> You're so nice. Perfect. <laughs> Love it. Love it. From there, we move up to first class. So we're on the train, and Ash, you're you're sitting in your comfortable seat. Hot towel that they just gave you is is draped around your neck just just to help you relax, you know. Feels great. Uh, they have they they gave you a nice glass of wine, and and as far as wine goes, uh, this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can taste the replicator in it. You can tell yeah. what brand replicator they used, and it's and it's not one of the good ones, mm. but. It's still better than bathtub wine, which is what a majority of people have to drink. So you're you're enjoying your glass of terrible wine. Uh, hey, it's wine. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The important thing is it has alcohol in it. Yeah, that is important. Uh, uh, give me give me a perception check, just to see how much of the environment you pick up on. That is a 15. 15. Uh, with that, you, when you were boarding the train, you noticed a, an average-sized gentleman, uh, probably about 5'10", 5'11". Uh, looks, look, he's very well, very well-dressed. Uh, he's, he's wearing a nice suit. He's, his hair is, is perfectly, it's pulled back in kind of a ponytail. He's uh, got the his, man bun going Yeah, on. his, his <laughs> shoulder, his, he's got shoulder length hair that's kind of pulled back. And then the, the, he's got, I guess my, my daughter would call them curtain bangs that come down and kind of frame his face. He's, he's very pretty as far as men go. Uh, you can see though though they're they're very high quality you can see the seams throughout his throughout his exposed face 
uh, for his cybernetic upgrades. He's he's very clearly, uh, fairly heavily in, enhanced. Uh, other than that, you see your your typical first class clientele, uh, people that you some of them you would probably even recognize uh, from just there there are still news stations and and you recognize notable business people on this train uh give me a history check history you said yes uh, that is an 18 18 so with an 18 you you recognize several people in this train especially the gentleman that uh that i was previously describing uh you know him as corbin cross or excuse me carbon cross c-a-r-b-i-n-k-r-o-s-s okay uh you would definitely note him as the son of the head of the Crimson Cross Brotherhood. The Crimson Cross Brotherhood. Do I know anything about the Crimson Cross Brotherhood? Do yes. I? So <clears throat> the Crimson Cross Brotherhood is a notable uh, crime family that operates even even before the war, before all this. They've they've been around for a very long time. And they were involved in the early mob dating back to Prohibition. And they've, they've stayed a prominent force in, in Chicago, Kansas City, and several other uh, middle America cities. Okay. Uh, you also would notice that He's, he's carrying a kind of a hard shell cylindrical case uh, that's very well made. Uh, seems it, you can't tell what's in it, but it, it, it seems to be fairly hefty. And he's what, a couple seats away from me? Yeah, he's he's up about two rows and across the aisle from me. Okay. So if if you're if you're looking across the aisle, he's he's probably six to eight feet away from you. Okay. Uh, so in this car, there's not a whole lot of windows in the trains because they are underground, but they they do have some windows. Uh, I would say on each side. You have the doors, and then you have two like four by six windows on each side of the train. Uh, and and the train hasn't left the station yet, so you can you can see out into Union Station. Okay. So we're just sitting at the platform right now. Yes. So yeah, okay. getting ready to leave. Um. There's no one else sitting next to me or anything like that. There. Yeah. Uh. So you have you have a a businesswoman looking person sitting next to you she's she's well dressed uh probably mid 40s um 
she has she has uh you can you can see that she's got these they look like just tiny little pills in her ear but you would recognize them as as the modern equivalent of headphones Uh, once you get rolling, once the, once the train gets moving, is there anything you want to do before we move on? Uh, <clears throat> now that Alphonse is sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> now I kind of keep to myself most Kay. of the time. Okay. Yeah. Very good. That's kind of the way first class is. Yeah. And we absolutely. all kind of keep to ourselves very much. So there's not a lot of conversations. We all listen to music a whole lot, so. Very good. Yeah. Now for the fun part. Give me a perception check. Perception. Mr. Mr. Norris. That's a 23. Wow. A barbarian with good perception. Holy cow. So, Let me say again, 23. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with that 23, you you actually can't see a whole lot because you are bound and muzzled and and you have your head is strapped to whatever they have you attached to. What you do notice is you the familiar feeling of your arms is gone. For the last several years, they've allowed you to keep your arms uh, just so you can function in your prison cell. Uh, still go to the bathroom without somebody having to help you. Things like that. But they they turned the strength way down on it uh, to make you weaker than the average person. Uh, But at the moment, they are transporting you without them. You are just your flesh and bone self strapped heavily to a gurney. And you you can feel... As you can you can hear the people. You know you're you're you know you're being transported to Leavenworth. So you can gather that they're bringing you through Union Station and traveling on the train. You feel the gurney that you're attached to go across the threshold onto the car. And in the back of your head where your cybernetic link is, where it's anchored into your skull, you can feel it trying to connect to your arms. You can tell they're close, uh, but but you can't tell a direction. You can't tell a location. You just know they aren't attached, and that that connection that your your link makes with the arms, it's 
it's it's there it's you just don't have any control over them in there you can see you can hear two you presume guards uh they sound like they're standing in front of you a few feet and you just hear I don't understand why we have to transport this guy. It'd be so much cheaper to just put a bullet in him and be done. Why do we even have a prison system? We can't maintain anything. We don't have shit for infrastructure. Somebody breaks the law, we should just put a bullet in him and call it good. Well, that's just not how it works. This is still, we still have to be civilized. And, and this goes on for a while. You, you can't move anything. All you are, you are just at the mercy of these two assholes <laughs> talking about your fate. And, and you're just being jostled around. As the train starts moving, you can tell that they have you well anchored in. Uh, but it's still, whenever the train turns, you still feel like it's kind of leaning back and forth. And it, it, no matter what, you're, you're standing, essentially, on a moving train. And you just can't quite get your bearings. So you, you're, you're in just constant, this constant state of just kind of discomfort. And this carries on for for quite a while. It's a it's a it's about a day's trip. Uh, because of the war and all the craters that were created and all the all the toxic mass and then also the the areas that tunnels were collapsed and things like that from raids, they have to constantly reroute these these train tunnels. And and so the trip takes much longer than than it logically should. Uh, and you know, uh, especially uh, Alphonse and Ash, you've you've made the trip back and forth a few times at this point, and you know there's there's some points where they have to come above ground and it travels across, and those are always the scariest. Uh, because when it's above ground, it's the most exposed. And so they try to route the train around problem areas. Uh, so you're traveling along, and and is there... It, you just sleep the whole time? Everybody's just relaxing, except for you? I was just done talking to Rick. Okay. It, the pitch was bullshit, so... <laughs> <laughs> So you, you continue on, and you you know that you're about halfway there. You've been traveling for a decent part of the day. And you two give me a perception check. That'd be 19. Okay. Dirty 20. Excellent. So both of you feel the train accelerate. Uh you get the feeling that you're at pretty close to maximum speed. Uh, they would only do this 
in a situation where they have to. Because right now they're just burning through fuel. Uh, with those perception checks, you can look out the window. When you feel this, you look out the window and you can see out along the horizon a uh, what looks like a dust storm. You can't see super far, although over the years the at the ash and stuff like that has kind of settled. So you have a, a little bit of a, a a decent distance that you can see out, and you can see dust and ash being stirred up. But from this distance, you can't make out what. Uh, give me a general intelligence check to see how much you would know. Okay, rolling really good tonight. Nine. Nine? Uh, dirty 20 again? Dirty 20. Wow. <laughs> uh, with that knowledge, you would know that you are in orc territory at this point. You wouldn't know this, uh, but Ash does. You are currently passing through orc territory. Uh, for those, and, and all of you would know this would be common knowledge. Orcs were a government experiment after the Third World, World War. It was a failed attempt at creating super soldiers. Uh, they knew that standard soldiers were not going to cut it in future wars, so they started genetically modifying people. Uh, and, and they ended up with what the fantasy in his what the fantasy books would have considered orcs so that they've just taken on that name uh, and you would know that it's it's likely an an orc raiding party heading across the the death dells do you do you say anything do you point it out to anybody or do you hope for the best and don't want to start a panic uh, so being up in first class there, I kind of look around, see if there's any, is there any, like, train staff or anything around? Uh, so you have, you have, like, the, uh, servers, uh, you have, and you have a, a security guy standing at the back door making sure that nobody comes up from coach, uh, but that's about it. Um, can I flag down? Uh, actually, I'm gonna get up and walk towards the security guy. Okay. I walk up into walk towards the security guy, just kind of keeping things up so we don't char like start a very big commotion. I'm gonna lean into him and just kind of be like, "Hey, so this is yes, I, I see. I, I, I see them. Too. Do We're you want to alert anybody? Or are we alerting anybody? They've they've been they've been informed at the front." That's why we increased speed. I did feel that. Yeah. Just, uh, we should be able to outrun them. Typically, they have a hard time keeping up with these trains. Uh, and we'll just hope for the best. Sounds good. And I go back to my seat. And as I walk by the business woman, I kind of give her a nice wink. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, she's sitting anyway. right next to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, when I sit down, I give her a, a, a nice wink, and she still she can't hear me or anything. She can't. So I just give her a nice wink and look her up yeah. and down. And she check she, her out. She looks up and she gives you a little nod, and then she goes back to what she's doing. She's watching something on like a tablet. Yeah, and I put my headphones back in and go back to listening to what I'm listening to. Okay. Uh. I'm assuming you keep an eye on. I keep a very steady eye on this dust cloud, and then also not being more attentive than normal. Okay. Uh, so it continues on for another hour. You can see the dust storm. The, this this dust storm seems to stay fairly constant. It. it it, it almost seems like they're cutting across and and looking for an opportunity to to get in front of the train uh, after a while you can see that other passengers start to get nervous uh, this dust storm is closer closer at a certain point, you see Carbon Cross stand up and go to the window. And and as he does, you can look out and you see what looks like a massive armored bus with a with a plow on the front, armored up like a battery. And it's just charging across the Dells. He turns to everybody and screams, Brace for impact! You don't get a chance to prepare for this. You're strapped. You two give me a dexterity saving throw. Can I talk at all? I know you said I was, like, (laughs) gagged or whatever. You are. You have a muzzle holding your mouth. Motherfuckers. I rolled a nat 20 for 27. Perfect. I rolled a terrible eight. <laughs> <laughs> so you were rolling so good. I know. It was going so good. I, I jinxed myself. He, yeah, you should have never said shit. Yep, he I doesn't count in combat typically, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it's very scary. So you're, you're in your seat or standing as the world just turns to chaos. You feel the impact. This bus plows into the front of the train, just T-boning it from the side. And the train is knocked off the tracks at the head. So what you're saying is we're going off the rails? Yes, you're going crazy train. Off the rails <laughs> on this crazy train. <laughs> Inspiration um. for the bard. <laughs> The upside is down, downside is up. You see Carbon Cross move so fast, it's hard to comprehend before you are just thrown totally out of control. But you watch him running up the walls, running across the ceiling, running down the other wall, staying upright as this train is tumbling side 
rolling six, seven, eight times at very high speeds. And the train is, and much of the train is just turned to shrap. With your dexterity saving throw, you you successfully brace yourself and are able to move with the train. I'd, I'd like to use Rick as a meat shield. <laughs> I grabbed him. So as I the impact happened, I grabbed him because I'm pissed off about the whole napkin thing at this point and his stupid idea, and I'm hanging on to him and using him to take most of the impacts. <laughs> Excellent. So you, what I'm picturing is you grab a hold of him and you pull the seatbelt across both of you with him above you as kind of a cushion. Yes. <laughs> and, and so you feel you feel the train just rolling over side over side over side and the whole time you can feel him getting pushed almost like cheese grater through the seatbelt and you can feel his bones breaking on top of you you can feel his rib cage get crushed from your weight his weight against this seatbelt his body is being destroyed and you can feel every crack of the bone that poor man (laughs) because of because of using him to protect yourself you will take no damage from and because you are so well secured you're going to take half damage you unfortunately are going to take full damage I might have tried to save the lady next to me too like I tried to brace her I know right (laughs) yeah What a sucker. <clears throat> but so, with that deck save, it's probably me. <laughs> she grabbed you instead. <laughs> you probably. <laughs> you look big. You take... Oh, I actually didn't roll super high damage. You take 32 damage. You take 16. As the train comes to a rest, laying on its side. Norris, you feel your restraints release. The electromagnetic latches lost power, and you're released from your harness, and you fall to the floor. Give me a perception check. With advantage. It's better. Perception. Uh, that's a 21. Now, I gave you advantage because of your connection to your arms. With a 21, you see a steel case that's been, that's been thrown across the ground. It's about 50 feet from you across, across the, this just desolate wasteland. But but you know, that's your arms. And I'm still in the train. You're you're right next to the train. You're you're well. The, you are in the train, but you're off of the tracks. <laughs> you're you're a ways from the tracks. Okay. Uh, you probably rolled a good hundred and fifty feet 
off of the tracks and and you can't tell how far it went forward while tumbling but but you're about 50 feet from your from from the case that holds your arms uh you two give me a perception check as well eight 14 so with an eight you don't you don't gather a whole lot about your environment uh is my face covered in blood you are soaked in blood (laughs) okay you are you are head to toe covered in Rick. 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 Yeah. <laughs> like, God, like, that was my cash cow. Again. Yeah, I, I don't think you're making any money off of Rick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you you unbuckle your seatbelt and and you're you're free to move about. What'd you roll? Fourteen. Fourteen with a fourteen. Uh, so because you were a, you weren't able to brace yourself, you were thrown clear of the train. Uh, you're now you're now lying on the ground about fifty about fifty sixty feet uh, outside of the train. You it seems you were tossed through the window. Uh, looking about, you see bodies strewn everywhere. Uh, you get the idea that very few of them are alive. Uh, what you do see are green and blue-skinned orcs in vehicles, on motorcycles, uh, Mad Max style. Just armor-plated, yelling, holding out weapons, guns, and they're, and they're tearing across. They're, they're entering the train and seem to be looking for things. Uh, and you get the idea that this is this is another raid. Uh, I kind of get up slowly, okay. Draw my sword and start walking towards it as but as well as I can. <laughs> describe, describe your sword and describe your your appearance and your sword. So right now, my appearance, I'm wearing long trench coat and everything, just long black trench coat, typical. Probably just leather pants, normal. Probably hoodie underneath, my trench coat and everything. Give me a hood style. Um, I get up. My sword is. <clears throat> it doesn't look big until I unsheath it, and then once it's unsheathed, then it kind of like grows itself into a big six foot great sword. Excellent. So to say. So. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have everybody roll initiative for me. That's a good one. Now I can roll good. <laughs> 20 to 25. 20. Uh, 21. 21. Actually, where's my initiative? So you add you whatever you roll, uh, plus five. So whatever you roll, six. Roll. He should have advantage. 
Because it's saying A next to uh, Bo is Bo no. is new, so we're making sure that he gets no, everything. He doesn't have he an needs. advantage on initiative rolls. Nope. It doesn't say. Oh, okay, not yet. That must be nope. later in the levels. Okay, very good. So Norris did not roll well. What did Norris get? <laughs> Norris got an eleven. And and that makes perfect sense with where your head's at. Your primary focus is on getting is on getting your fucking arms. <laughs> I could just see. I could just see like Norris. Like, getting out of this fucking train after not even knowing what just happened. No fucking arms after being bound and gagged for fucking a day. Like, just dazed. So, because you two were thrown from the train, you have you have at least one round before anybody's going to be to you unless you move towards them. Oof. That could be a problem for Norris. Yeah. Let's see. Interesting. So, it works out really well that Alphonse is first in initiative. So you are inside this si- this overturned train car. Bodies everywhere. It doesn't look like there's much alive in here. You can hear the orcs. You can hear the, the yelling. You can hear the war cries. You can hear the grunts. You can hear all of it. You can... And they're not far. Do they... Uh, orcs, do they speak their own language or is this common? Have they adapted? So, for the most part, they speak common, but it's it's almost like a different dialect. Okay. Uh, and they have their own their own slang and stuff like that. So, it, it almost might as well be a different language. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a lot of... It's a lot of uh, guttural sounds and so often you it 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 appears like it's a couple of cars up so you probably have a little bit of time to to move and maybe position yourself or or hide yourself or whatever you want to do so as being part of nato what kind of military training do they give their uh it people so you wouldn't have you wouldn't have necessarily combat training. Uh, they wouldn't put me through like a Sierra school or anything like that. They would they would put you through they would put you through maybe some basic self defense stuff like that. Okay. Uh, other than that, you do have your uh, your uh, government issue pistol. Okay. Uh, most almost all almost everybody in this world is is carrying some form of self-defense especially when you cross the death bells okay okay what am i going to do uh well i'm gonna make my way towards i believe the safest thing would be make my way towards the arm people that were transporting that uh uh what i initially that box i initially seen that really didn't have anything marking it but at least i know that they would be able to help defend if they're alive absolutely good call uh give me a survival check just to just to make sure that you you're you're not turned upside down and you can you can kind of find your way uh 11 11 so you you get out of the car uh there's a there's a hatch in what would be the roof which is now the wall okay (laughs) uh 
and and it's it's a real quick easy just pull the lever and it releases uh once you get out there you see boxes you see luggage you see bodies you some alive uh but most of them look like they've like they're no longer with us Yikes. Uh, and you can see that 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 military car has has been overrun by orcs there's gunfire coming from the inside and 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 it looks like they're holding their own uh as the orcs are enter are trying to flood through the doors uh they're getting blown back out okay um what as i get out what else do i see so i, I clearly see that what i probably so first off alphonse is more of a pacifist he's not looking to fight so he wouldn't have drawn his gun okay um just really trying to get his bearings and figure out who he can help how he can make this a better situation perfect uh so give me a give me another perception check just to I'll give it I'll give with advantage because you're kind of taking your time to uh, 18 with it okay uh with an 18 you see you see people uh, the the few survivors uh, most of them seem to be running for kind of a nearby hill. Uh, you suspect trying to find cover. Uh, some people are like frantically running around, you know, head wounds. They look like they're in pretty bad shape, uh, looking for their family members and stuff like that and yelling out for their kids. And, and it's, it's chaos. Uh, you, and then you see an armless man running across running across after god knows what and then probably a good 30 feet from you you see ash you see you see a a tall man with a very large sword hmm. i think i tried to maybe help get the bearings of anyone around me okay. just just if I can immediately help someone in my vicinity, maybe just point them in a direction. Hey, there's people going over the hill and just kind of like directing and helping. Okay. Where Okay. Where to navigate since clearly there's someone heading with a sword. I probably don't need to worry about that. And the cart's ha- holding its own. And the armless dude, that... <laughs> God only knows. <laughs> God only knows. <laughs> Who knows what he's doing? <laughs> uh, so with that, uh, close by you, there seems to be some uh, some some people injured... Uh, that are that are kind of hobbling their way um, you can you can just direct them uh, point them to the towards the the group that's headed over the hill uh, and yeah yeah that's that's what I would do perfect uh, next we go to ash yes um so you're seeing like I said you're about 50 60 feet from the train. And you're watching the same thing he is. You're you're seeing orcs kind of flood into the train. Uh, they don't seem to be going after the civilians. Uh, they're they're mainly concentrated on getting into the train. Okay. Um. Well, I'm running towards the train. It's going to be my first thing. I'm going to uh, probably take my eye. Movement is 30 feet. Action. I'm going to dash with my okay. action. 
And then as my bonus action, I am going to, and most of them are heading towards the rear of the train, mostly. Uh, they're headed. Or, they're they're going towards the, uh, like the military car, which is towards the front. Uh, that's typically where the best, uh, cybernetics and stuff like that are are kept. Okay. So that's their primary target. And as a bonus action, I'm just gonna do. On my sword, there's a hilt. There's a hilt on the underneath the hilt, kind of a dial. On that dial, it lets me choose pretty much whatever smite I want, <laughs> and I turn it towards searing smite. Okay. And turn on searing smite, and as my bonus action. Okay. So with that, you said you dashed as an action. Yes. Uh, do you want to get right up in the business? Oh or? yeah, we're okay. getting right up in it. <laughs> okay. So as you as you come up, there's about ten orcs. <clears throat> that are between the ones trying to get into the train and the ones around that train car, there's about 10 of them in okay. front of you. I'm going after the nearest one I can see towards me. Okay. Or the group. Okay, the so groups. there's there's gonna be three that are directly in front of you. Okay. Uh, so those three are going to be trying to keep you from helping out the military in the car and they're all going to take swings at you. Uh, uh, so they only have one attack each. That's a 23 to hit, a 21 to hit, 12, and a 13. As one of my reactions, so two hit. And it, but as one of my reactions, also on my sword, I'm going to click, and there's going to be a shield. Okay. So describe how the shield comes out. So as, as I see that they're going to be taking a swing at me, once I see them taking that swings, I basically go to a defensive um, on, on my sword and defend like almost a parry, and all of a sudden just just blue shield, like electronic shield, pops up in front of me. Okay, perfect. Um, what were the three again? One more time. Uh, it was 23, 21, and 13. Okay, they all missed then. Perfect. So they come up and they're they're swinging at you with, with these axes and clubs and whatever. What it, it almost seems like ramshackle, like none of their stuff matches. It's just whatever they could get their hands on. One of them is just this, this metal arm that he's beating on your on your shield with and uh they all come to swing and it and this shield just <laughs> develops in front of you and all their blows just bounce off nice and that brings us to the redneck what Yippee do you do motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> so you got you got about 50 feet yeah so for my action, um, my walking speed is about 40 feet, so I'm going to dash okay. towards the box that I am fairly certain <laughs> and hopeful is my arms. Okay. So before I dash, do I do, is the box? Can I see if the box is open or not, or cracked or the the box is not open. The box is not it, open. It's it's it okay. looks like it almost looks like a pelican case. Okay. Uh. 
with with an electronic lock. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm going to dash, and I'm going to get to the box. Okay. And I'm looking at the box that I'm fairly certain has my arms in it, and I'm confused <laughs> as to how I'm going to open said box. Give, give me... Uh, so it would normally be an arcana check, uh, but this is tech-based. So roll an arcana check, but that's a tech check. A tech on me or a tech on the box? You're trying to understand the box. All right. Fuck. <laughs> that's a two. <laughs> <laughs> so so with, a t- with, with a two... You you you're you're just kind of like grunting and kicking the box. <laughs> oh, God, <coughs> fucking open! <laughs> All right, so you said it's like a pelican box, right? Like yeah, like a four latch like box. Yeah. All right, so I'll I'll give you one more check. You can roll an investigation check to see if you can figure out. That's not good either. No, the, the downside of being a barbarian. That's a 12. A 12? Uh, With a 12, you know that you cannot open this box on your own. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) So, since I know I can't open this on my own, I'm looking around and obviously I can see the orcs. Yeah, the the, the orcs aren't really bothering with you. Uh, They're away. They're, They're back at the train. They're they're busy with Sword Boy <laughs> and and the soldiers inside of the car and and they seem to have their hands full. Do I notice anybody that is either NATO based or just a real nice civilian type that might have been on the train close to this box? So a little ways off, you see a man kind of directing people like like pointing over the hill and 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 directing them away from the train uh you see mr alphonse okay so i'm gonna yell hey buddy <laughs> over in alphonse's direction uh how, well how far is alphonse from me about how he- many feet He's about, just for simplicity's sake, we'll call it 30 feet. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to yell. And, I don't and, think that math works out, but. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fine. I just yell over in this general direction of this guy that I see directing traffic. Hey, buddy! <laughs> come help me out, please! <laughs> Do I hear it? <laughs> you hear it. Okay. Roll, roll persuasion. We'll see. We'll see if he's if if he's got time enough for you. That's a niner. Do you take pity on the armless man? Yes. Your charisma. Is um, I mean, I'm I'm directing and trying to help people, so I'd probably go find out what the hell he needs. He's okay. armless. Okay. <laughs> Come help the gimp. <laughs> Come help the gimp. So we're we're back at you. Uh. After this, things start getting more serious. I'll, 
it's your turn. What does Alphonse do? Alphonse just got yelled at. Probably helped most of the people get yeah. them in the right direction that were around me. Yeah, at this point, there's there's not a whole lot of people that are in that are in good shape enough to even move. So you've you've helped about as much as you think you can. Perfect. And I make my way over to the guy yelling at me without arms, staring at a what we are considering a pelican case. Yeah. Give me an investigation check. Good. Or Arcana. I, I, I gave him Arcana too, so. Uh, that would be a 17. 17. Yes. 17, you you look at this thing and it's it's uh it's got like a an, a code encryption. Uh but you just bust through it. Like it's it's pretty simple. Like you were you were playing with stuff harder than this as a kid. Okay. So so you open it up and inside you see these two massive metal arms uh, that look like he could, this tall, lanky dude could barely carry them. But it makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I would, uh, so I peeked in, I see what's in there. I probably wouldn't fully open it because I don't know what's in the box. Yeah. Just enough to see these arms. Yeah. And I'd look at this armless gentleman and I'd be like, are you a bodyguard? Because that's clearly what I need right now. It depends. Are you going to open the box so I can see what's in it? I can lock this back shut. <laughs> Try me. But you also need a bodyguard. <laughs> so are you one or not? If you open the box. I will get you these items if you promise to protect and help. These people need it. People need it or just you? Does it really matter? It does to me. All right, that's all we have time for. No more talking. <laughs> this is you gotta remember this is six seconds. That's, mm-hmm. that's you fair. have six that's seconds. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> so I'm done. Okay. Ash. You have um, you I, have these three orcs standing in front of you. I am going to I I'm gonna take a just a swipe at the one in the middle. Okay. Get him off. And I'm guessing he's probably the closest to So me. I'm I'm going to run these as a group. Oh okay. Uh, so I've pulled their hit points. So depending on how much damage you do, you can kill more than one. Okay. So yeah, taking swing at number one. Jesus. Math right now, twelve to hit. Twelve to hit. Uh, that does not hit. <laughs> so you you swing at this center one, and one of the ones off to the side kind of takes his kind of takes his metal arm and deflects your blade up, covering for his buddy. Yeah, and that's pretty much all I do. You're level five. You should have two attacks. Oh, I do have two attacks. That's right. <laughs> I got but you. wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. So yes, I'm going to take another swing. Gosh, it's a good thing the DM pays attention. Right. <laughs> no kidding. God. Uh, that is fourteen hits. Yeah, that one hits. So 
and 2d6. And now this was with Searing Smite. Okay. So this will be 2d6. And 10 damage. 10 damage. Okay. So this one, you, this one in the middle standing there, uh, you swing towards him and it embeds in his rib cage. He's still standing, but he's, he's not in very good shape. Anything for a bonus action? No. Okay. So those same three are going to take their swings at you. Uh, that is a natural 20. Every time. Uh, a 17. That one misses. And a 22. That one hits. Okay. Uh, so you're going to take... Uh, 19 damage from the crit. And nine damage from the other. I'm knocked out. You're knocked out? Yeah. You did oh 35 my, damage with oh the my, train thing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's right. I forgot oh, about man. that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Paladin down. Wow. Uh, on to uh, Norris. So <laughs> Norris is standing there. And at this point, Norris is just irritated with the talk. <laughs> so he just looks at Alphonse. He says, fuck it. I'll protect whoever you need me to protect. Just open the box. Okay. So you open the box. And and there in front of you, in all their glory, are your arms. Perfect. Just shining in the non-sunlight. uh you so you can't install these yourself so i will let you i will let you hold your turn until after his okay alphonse is gonna be an action or bonus action to put on his arms it's gonna be full action So I take my action to help put on his arm. Okay. It's it's pretty easy. Like, as soon as you put them up to the socket, and these things are heavy, but as soon as you put them up to the socket, you see these gears inside the shoulder. Like, you see gears inside his shoulder and the arm spin and line up, and then they just lock into place. Okay. Uh, yeah, so... So we will go back to Norris. I'll let you take your turn now that you have your arms. Okay. Are there orcs around us now? There's there's some headed towards you, yeah. Uh, there's only a couple. Okay. You've got about you've got about twenty feet to get to them. About twenty feet, okay. So I'll look back at Alphonse and I'll be like, and I'll say Thank you. It feels nice to fill my arms again. And when and as soon as he hooks them up, like these things aren't turned down anymore. These I'm, are these are at their full strength. Yeah, 
anybody. Alright, and so after I think Alphonse, I'll say I'll turn and look at the orcs that are making their making their way to us. And, and these things are just slobber just full sprint rabid sprinting yeah. towards you. So I'll I'll look at I'll look at the orcs and then I'll look back at Alphonse and be like these things are uglier than my ex-wife. <laughs> and then I just take off sprinting. <laughs> okay. Towards, towards these drooling, ugly orcs. Okay. How far well, I guess it? I wouldn't have to sprint because my walking speed Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. they're within your regular movement speed. So, so you have your action bonus action. All right. So my action would... So my action would be to just walk up right, right to these these orcs well that's just your movement oh i thought movement was an action nope movement is a separate deal you have movement action bonus action so action is i think you want to do a bonus action first oh i thought you had to do an action first sorry ladies and gentlemen i am still learning as a barbarian you want to bonus action rage right now yes yes well that was my plan, but I hadn't. I didn't know I could bonus action first. So yes, yeah, bonus you can, action. You can do them in any order. Perfect. Bonus action. I will rage. Okay. So what you see when this happens is, I'll I'll let you describe how you do it, uh, and then the flavor of your arms. So like as to how I rage. Yeah. Yeah. What does. What does Norris look like when he goes into his rage? So Norris normally in his non-rage state is obviously a very tall, slender, but ripped man. When I rage, my lats just rip out of my back. I mean, you can see like just the skin rip apart and just biomechanicals, just muscles just extend. And then my arms, like where every muscle cut is, just rip out even more. I mean, just get massive. And then, so. I can describe the other effect if you'd like. Yeah, DM so, would probably be better for that one. So whenever, whenever he does this and his 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 lats grow and his arms grow in between each seam in the plating on his arms you just see fire erupt from inside and they're just these two flaming limbs on each side of him yeah so as I am as I am raging my attack is I'm just going to swing my giant arms at these orcs that are running in front of us. Okay. Go ahead and uh, you're not frenzied. I'm not frenzied. You're a standard rage, so take your two attacks against these two orcs standing in front of you. That hits. Yeah. So that's a that's a 19. Yeah. And that one is a 10. Okay. Ten. Yeah, you have a plus seven, I believe. Oh. For my attack, a rage attack. Plus, plus 
plus two, right? Oh, yep. Yeah, so plus seven. So the 19 plus seven, 26, and then 17. Yep, both hit. All right, so then 2d6 for damage. <laughs> six again. So six and six plus four, so that'd be ten on both. So with your arms flaming, you also have two d6 of fire damage. Correct. You do four d6 plus six while raging. Is that per strike? So you four d6 per strike. for one hit, roll your four again. Because you hit twice. Four. We need to get you more D6. Yep. Five. Bo oh, just got his first dice set. Just he's, today. He's, he's very proud. I'm a real D&Der. So, <laughs> so how much damage did you do? Is it per... Each so four d six per hit, right? Yeah. You have two more rolls. Oh my Atlanta. So so I'm gonna make this short. That's a wait. Six. That's a six. And another six. I I'm gonna make this short because you definitely killed these guys. It's Seventeen. Each so hit. so you grabbed a hold of each of them <laughs> with your flaming hands and you're just scorching your handprint into their into the base of their necks and you just smash them together blood and ichor just sprays all over you and they collapse to the ground. Okay. Ash, death saving throw. Don't roll a one. Roll the seven. Okay, <laughs> so that's one fail. Alphonse. So, you, so now you're seeing, the orcs are, are now seeing a threat. And they're they're headed towards you, but you do have a brick wall between you and them. Oh, more like a steel wall. <laughs> yeah, <but> steel wall, <laughs> flaming steel wall. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I really, my character wouldn't want to fight. Like, I, at all, at all costs, I wouldn't want to really get in a scuffle unless I absolutely have to. Okay. So, I guess. Mm, I'd probably just kind of chill where I'm at at the Pelican case and hold an action in case I get attacked. Okay. But draw my... I At this point, I would fortunately would draw my pistol because I feel like there's no way out. Yeah. If I get attacked. Okay. But not for... Do you... I tell you what. Give me a perception check. Okay. 11. Eleven. Okay. Uh, so you're you're just holding an action. If somebody comes within threatening range, I'll, you'll, I'll you'll take a shot. Take a shot at them. Yep. Okay. Uh, that brings us to. Oh. Norris. Directly in front of you, you see at the train. Somebody. Somebody who was who was defending the train, lying at the base of the train, 
and the three orcs that were attacking him are on their way to you. Perfect. Are they within walking distance to me? Yes. All right, so my movement, I'm going to walk up to those three. Okay. And then I'm still raging. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And you and and you can see that the the orcs coming towards you uh the military personnel that are still in the train are are pretty handily taking care of a majority of the orcs. Okay. Uh and and they're actually starting to make their way out of the train. The military guys? Yeah. Okay. So Well, I'm just going. To, I'm just going to attack. Okay. I don't really feel like asking questions. <laughs> Finally got my arms back. I'm just, <laughs> just going to start beating shit. All right. So I get two rolls and then four d sixes, right? Yeah. You see it? Yep. Seven. So that's fourteen. That's fourteen hits. And that is a nine. Nine does not hit. Yeah. They- That's okay. All right. And then for the D6s here. God. One of those hit. So. 12. Yeah, one. Yeah. 12, 22. 17. Yeah. 17 is 18. So 18. 18 hits. Or 18 damage? 18 damage. 18 damage. Okay. So, so the first one just... You you hit and it just crushes its skull. Nice. Uh, the the second two are now up in your face, and they're gonna take two attacks at you. Uh, that's a twenty one to hit, and a seventeen to hit. So, seventeen misses. Okay. Twenty one hits. Okay. Uh, they do nine damage nine. on that hit. Uh, because you're raging, this is bludgeoning damage, so it's halved to four. Perfect. Okay. Sure, you don't crit on him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. So, coming, like I said, coming out is the the military personnel. They see you laying on the ground, and one of them is going to pull a uh, a uh, stem pack. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, like a like a stem pack, and they're going to stick the needle in your neck, and and you regain you regain eight hit points. Woo. What's the battlefield actually look like at this so, point? So there's two standing in front of him. They're about 30 feet from you. Uh, and then you can see the military personnel coming out and bringing him back up. Uh, most of the civilians have moved their way to the other side of the hill. 
uh, you do see more and more orcs coming in. From which direction? From the other side of the train. Okay. Yeah, they're they're coming from essentially the right-hand side of the train. You are all on the left-hand side. Okay. How many is that? It's hard to tell. From what from what you can see, you can see at least probably 20, 30 of them. So in the spirit of my character, I truly want to know what they were hauling. Okay. What, what they have up in that. Just, Just whether it's if, something you can use or... Or sell or... Yeah. Like this is yeah. a disaster anyways. I might as well make some money off of yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to make my way over to where the military personnel is and lend a hand however I can. Okay. Uh, so you'll have to kind of skirt your way around Norris and his, or you can, or you can just follow behind him and help him clear a path um, to the train. He's the bodyguard. He's the muscle, not my style. Okay. Uh, so what I will do, you know, just to kind of speed things up and kind of get what I want is I'm going to, I'm going to actually do Misty Step. Okay. This is kind of a... It's weird because it's not like the normal magical action. I'm not just Mm -hmm. jumping over to this area. I just kind of fade into this sand terrain area, and it's more of like an active camo that lets me just run essentially uninterrupted to where I need to go. Okay. Yeah. So I just Misty Step over to... Uh, over where the military personnel and okay. stuff are. Trying to get behind them almost to see what's inside of that. So so you would be able to get right up next to Ash, okay. essentially. Uh, so they've... The the train is overturned. Ash is lay, was laying, or still is laying next to the train. Uh, you would essentially be next to him, right next to the door into the military train car and you have you have three military personnel uh coming out of the train okay great uh do they say anything to me or uh they are focused on the probably dozen orcs that are on the other just on the other side of the train from you okay so misty set was my bonus action uh, in an effort to make it seem like I'm trying to do something, I have my pistol drawn. I'm going to just take a shot at one of the orcs okay. that are coming, not not that he's dealing with, that are coming around the train car. Okay. <laughs> so I basically go and um, I take my revolver out and I go to make a shot. It is for 19 to hit. Hits. Um bullet that comes out of it is not a normal bullet. Okay. It has like a purplish glow to it. Um, essentially what this is uh, in D&D standard D&D terms, I'm doing an Eldritch Blast out of this gun. So at level 5 you get two beams of Eldritch Blast. So you get two shots at level 5. Oh, perfect. And you, have... and you roll separate attacks for both. Great. Uh, same thing. 19 on both. Perfect. So I need So totaling damage on that. So you're looking at 15 damage and 
another eight damage. Okay, so you drop one. Uh, as soon as it hits, it just it just punches a hole through their chest cavity. You can't see through the other side, but it kind of it 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 hits with such force that it kind of collapses their rib cage, uh, almost like a bludgeoning weapon. Sweet. Uh, and then and then the second one you, you hit in the shoulder, and it almost takes their arm off. It's just kind of flailing around at their side, but it doesn't seem to slow them down for a second. Uh, Ash, you're up. Yay. Back alive. I'm alive. <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> how far away are the orcs coming around the drain? Beat. Like, like yeah. you have you have three military guys standing between you and them. I think the guy whoever stuff shoved me that no, said thank you, <laughs> greatly appreciated. And as my action, I cast or I do cure wounds, but I, it's a little different <laughs> on how I do it. So I have a cybernetic upgrade that will let me basically heal. Whatever I roll, of course, but it kind of it comes out like a bead. It just auto regens, and it, it's a little crush bead, and I crush it in my hand, and it just regens. So and it just soaks into your skin. Yep. And Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna like cast nanotech type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And two D eight. That's, and that's the that's gonna be my go to explanation for things. <laughs> right. as, uh, nanotech. <laughs> <laughs> and I heal myself for thirteen. Perfect. Still not the greatest, but... And then as a bonus action, I, I still have my sword in my hand and everything. Turn the dial again and then hit for Thunderous Smite. Do you stand up? I do. Okay. Yeah. I wanted That's to make my sure. Movement. <laughs> <laughs> my movement I is to stand. <laughs> and I do Thunderous Smite. Okay. Uh, and that's my turn. So the two orcs that were on him are now on you, so they're going to take their two swings at Norris. Uh, that's going to miss. That's a 13 and a 16. They're both going to miss. That, uh, is, so, that is correct. So as they swing at you, it's almost like the, the flames are kind of blinding them and making it hard for them to swing at you to really get good focus. And so you're able to just easily shoo them away. Uh, and with that, right behind you, you're or right in front of you, and you you would see the orcs coming over. They're going to take their swings at the military personnel that are firing on them. Ow. The last one misses, but the other four hit. Uh, so you're going to see one of the soldiers just gets hacked to pieces. Gruesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh and drops in front of you. The other two are still are still standing strong, but they've they've definitely taken some damage. Uh everybody give me a perception check. Ten. Eight. Fifteen. So you see and actually this works because you're back a little bit from the train. You see a man that's not that you don't recognize. Uh, well dressed man, 
uh, hair pulled back in a ponytail. Uh, and you see him, he's got this, this very nice hard case that he's, he's kind of taking his time and he's, he's sitting behind the train and he's opening up this case and you see him pulling out these, this pair of katanas and, and a giant revolver, just a hand cannon of a revolver. And he's unbuttoning his shirt and just kind of taking everything and folding it and, and placing it on, placing it inside of this case and and just just taking his sweet fucking time <laughs> <laughs> seems entirely too calm for the situation nice and that brings it that brings us to you yeah right so so you still have one uh, oh actually yeah it's just the one yeah you dropped one last time didn't yeah. you or is it two no, I think I only dropped. Yeah. The, did I drop two last time? You you only dropped one. So yeah, there's yeah. two in front of you. So since I noticed this guy, you know, just getting this sweet box out and undoing his shirt like Fabio, like since I'm already in a rage state, probably like pissed me off the fact that like <laughs> I even noticed it. Like here I am fighting all these yeah. orcs. You know, I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing back there? Just like nonchalantly taking his fucking shirt off. So. That's probably going to make me more mad. So then I'm going to take it out on the two orcs that are in front of me. Perfect. And I'm just going to swing. That's a six. And a nine. So. Uh, so that's a. So that's a 13 and a. 16. 13 hits. So they 16. both hit. Yeah. Cool. Then my 4d6 for damage. Come on. Not good. <laughs> Three, four, nine. Nine and one. Okay. So that one had already taken leftover damage from your previous attack. Perfect. Uh, so that, that first attack crushes one of the two. Roll the damage for your second attack. So close. <laughs> so, uh, or no, he took. He would have taken leftover damage from the last one. So that is enough. So you drop these two guys. Uh, how do they die? How brutal do you make it? As angry as you are, as angry as I am, the one, the first one that I kill, I just grab him by his throat and I just rip his whole freaking head off. <laughs> And then I take the head of the one that I just <laughs> ripped off, and I bash the other one with it. Holy Both cow! Both their heads explode like grapes. And I, I'm picturing with you holding the first one, it probably lights on fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, he, it is it, a flaming <laughs> head that just straight headbutts the other one. Just that the stringy hair yeah. that it's got just catches on fire, and you're just bludgeoning and one you know with a burning reeks. one. You know it reeks like. <laughs> Like just old moldy <laughs> flesh and burnt hair, just, perfect. Just smashed. I'm gonna roll initiative for Carbon. Oh, he rolled pretty shit initiative, <laughs> but yeah. So he'll jump in at the end of this next round. 
Mr. Alphon. So I feel like this well-dressed gentleman with a sword that is now... So you did not see him? No, I'm talking about... Ash. Ash, I don't know oh, his name. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry. I don't know his name, so... Yeah. Uh, you your sword is now lightning? Whose sword has turned to lightning? Mm-hmm. I can see that he had a pretty rough time. Someone saved him. <laughs> so out of a pure mockery, I'm going to start whispering, um, and I'm whispering kind of with that like cybernetic ha- hacking thing that we talked about okay. earlier, and I'm doing bardic inspiration, and all he hears in the back of his head is, I think I can, I think I can. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and then uh, I just, there's more orcs, so I take two more shots. Trying okay. to provide cover fire. Okay. Perfect. Uh, those definitely hit. That's uh, 19, or 18 and 14. Plus nine. Oh, you have plus nine? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. I did not realize pistol? that. Holy Damn. cow. <laughs> uh, Sharpshooter. Oh, that's right, because it uses your charisma. Yep. That's right. Uh, and I do a total of seven damage each shot. Seven damage? Kate, that's enough to drop one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, you, you fire at you fire at the one that you hit last time that you took the shoulder out of. And and this time it just right the base of the neck. The, the first one hits and it knocks him back. And the second one hits him at the base of the neck. And it just, like, folds and and his his head drops down and he just crumbles on the ground right uh for mr ash but i don't really know his name um you gain an inspiration die 1d8 for 10 minutes mm. the creature can add it to one ability check attack roll or saving throw this can be added after seeing the roll but before knowing the outcome Perfect. My turn? Yes. How far away are they now? They're they're just on the other side of these two men. So all you got to do is step around. So I s- step around one of them. And yeah, I take a swing at him. Okay. Because it's just one of them right now, right? Mm-hmm. And with that, yeah, it's that. Okay, that'll hit. Um, 15. 15 hits? Oh, 16. 16, that's good. So, that is 2d6. 6, plus that. 12 damage. 12 damage, okay. And you have a second attack? Yep, rolling it again. Not mad today. 14. 14. Okay. Uh, so that's enough to strike down one and damage another. How do you want to do it? Um, so I take down the one. Yeah. Um, so as I grab him, and I'm kind of a little, I'm a little angry right now just because of the way this battle is going out. <laughs> and I just shove that sword right through his gut and just pull up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it, it goes through and the, and as you stab through him, it almost you almost push the tip of the blade into the one behind him. And when you drag it up, it just puts this nasty gash from belly butt to throat on the one behind him. 
but the other one's split in two. <laughs> yeah, just split in two and everything, and I see him now through the split body. <laughs> Could you imagine just looking at another orc? <laughs> just split in two, you're next. <laughs> I'm really torn whether he's pissed about the battle or pissed about hearing, I think I can. I think I can. <laughs> no, that, that helped. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. He's inspired. You know what? I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> Thanks, little voice. <laughs> Don't know where that voice came from. <laughs> little confused, but yeah. So there's and there's five orcs standing directly in front. Uh, four of the attacks are going to go towards the other, the two military personnel that are standing. One is going to go towards you. Now I'm rolling awful. I would say jokingly, the that 20 is going towards you. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, the natural one is going towards you. Because I was making it the last attack, and that was the natural one. <laughs> Actually, I only landed one attack that <laughs> out of the five. Uh, so the the one of the military personnel takes a pretty nasty gash, uh, but they're both still standing, and one of them comes up and swings at you. And you just deftly parry it to the side. Yep. Just as, like, child's play. Chucky. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 that, that brings us to Norris. Norris. So, I, I took out the three that were in front yep. of me. Yep. So, the rest of the orcs are on the other side of the train, correct? Yes. Around you, you see... There's there's these orc vehicles that they've pulled up in. There's more coming. Um, you see, it's it's a bunch of old vehicles that have been kind of retrofitted for for life out in the middle of nowhere. And and you're seeing just it, it almost seems like a a never ending feed of these orcs coming in. Do I? see so in the vehicles that i see do i see any that um would fit more than just one person give me a perception check that's a 10 perfect yeah that's that's plenty you're just looking at vehicles perfect uh if you'd have rolled lower i would have said you're distracted by something or something along those lines but you do see uh, well, they they pulled up in that armored bus. Ooh, they hit the train right. in the armored bus, but it is destroyed. Uh, you do see what looks like kind of a military deuce and half. Uh, so it's got a, a large bed in the back. Uh, they used that to bring a lot of these orcs in. Uh, it's kind of a troop transport, I mm-hmm. guess you could say. Uh, you see that the rest are like mostly motorcycles and like smaller buggy type vehicles okay how far is this deuce and a half uh you're a good it's it's on it's it's basically on the train tracks so it's probably a good 50 60 feet from you okay so and does a dash count as my movement or is that a dash is an action dash is an action and it doubles your movement so yeah, I'm going. I'm going to dash to the deuce and a half, Kay. which would get me there. Okay. And then, 
So I've never driven a vehicle in D and D before, but would that so be? So we're we're gonna use animal handling. Perfect. So I'm going to try and get into this deuce and a half and go pick up the two people that I recognize. You don't recognize anybody. Or you the like two you, people that I've. You're his bodyguard. Right. So <laughs> obviously Alphonse, I, I know him because he helped me pick out my 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 arms or get my arms. And then I just feel sorry for <laughs> the guy who had to be resurrected from the ground. So I'm going to pick him up, too. That's a dirty 20. Damn. You drive this like you were born with a wheel in your hand. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, you still had a little bit of movement left over. So we'll say that you're able to drive the car about halfway to where they are. Okay. Uh, you get a good 30 feet out of it. Perfect. Uh, and that's where we will end your turn. Uh, and this is where Orban Cross comes up. Uh, or Carbon Cross. Keep calling him Corbin. <laughs> uh, so for his action, for his movement, you're going to see him run up around you two and, and enter the fray. And he moves fast. Just concerningly fast. He's he's obviously heavily modified. And as he comes through, he starts... He's got these two katanas out, and he just starts swinging. Uh, so he is a, he's, he's a fighter. He's got three attacks. He's going to take his three. Oh, that's a natural one. That's not going to do <laughs> jack shit. No hit. No hit. And then he's going to action surge for another three. That'll hit. And that'll hit. Oh, God. His base damage is plenty. Uh, so as he's coming through, you see there's a there's these this group of orcs that are all coming towards him. And you see him, five of them, just as he's running down the middle, he's just, the katanas are just slicing through them. And it's it's like that, it's like that silly scene where they slice through and then the, the top half yeah. just slides <laughs> off. So he goes, he dashes through these, this group, and then he stands at the end and these five bodies just <laughs> onto the ground. <laughs> uh Immediately after that, he does take some hits because there's more orcs coming in. Oh. Well, I'm rolling pretty good on this. So I gave him another group of five orcs, and three of them hit. So I will mark off his hit points. And that brings us back to Alphonse. At this point, does Alphonse feel like there's really a way out? Or, do, like, it, are we going to get overran? Give me a perception check. Uh, 14. 14. So you see him driving this truck heading towards you. Uh, you also see that some of them are splitting off because they saw him get in that truck. Some of them are splitting off and going to their vehicles, uh, likely to 
to pursue him in the truck. Uh, and you also have seen this this gentleman that you don't recognize just start cutting them down. So at this point, my I would feel comfortable enough to search. Yeah, there's 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 nothing in your immediate threat. Uh, give me a stealth roll with it with advantage to see if you can just slip past these these military guys. I rolled a five, so regardless of what their modifier is, they are not going to see you. Okay. So yeah, you you slip in past them and you just you sneak in this door and you see that you see that trunk, that that large container is on its side and the lid is popped open. Oh. Uh inside what you see is what looks you you would recognize it as a uh, cryo chamber. Oh. Okay. Uh, and on the side, you see something that you recognize. It says, realistic artificial intelligence neurological system reigns. Oh. Shit. And inside is a young girl dark complexion dark hair uh wearing kind of like a wearing kind of like a onesie type thing <laughs> like she's <laughs> she's she's fully she's fully covered almost to a ridiculous extent it's got this like high collar that goes just below her jawline uh and and she is asleep and looks like she's asleep inside uh the chamber is not on uh you can assume that it lost power during the attack okay wow um i would use uh what would i use to try to get this thing on to try to get the get it the heck out of here uh so you would need to move the cryo chamber where you could get it open because right now it's on its side and this container is kind of over top of it. Uh, so you would need to you'd need to figure out a way to move the container off of it to open up the cryo chamber. Okay. And get her out. Okay. Anything immediate in that room that I could do that with? It's it's there's not a whole lot in there. Uh, it was mainly just just seats and then this this container. Uh, you do see you see some uh, weapons, uh, stuff like that, but those are all inside of a inside of a lockbox, like a like a weapons cage in the corner. Um, outside of that, you don't you don't really see much in here. So at this point, I would know I I probably can't move this myself i I probably can't get her out of there but i could try to unlock the weapon i'll I'll use my action to try to unlock the weapons cage okay uh give me a sleight of hand uh that's uh 16 16 yeah 16 it it takes you a second but you're able to pop it open great i'm gonna grab as many as i can and try to drag them out to the front okay uh we're gonna count that as your turn okay uh that brings us to ash okay 
So you would have just seen him because you two were right next to each other. He slipped inside of the the military car. Okay. I kind of figured he's doing his own thing. So I am just going to continue to attack. I have that one orc in front of me still, right? Uh, you have you have several in front of you, yeah. but yeah, that the the injured one is standing in front of you. Right. So I'm gonna attack him. Okay. That doesn't go twenty. Excellent. How do you? This guy's definitely gonna die, and and at, in all actuality, it'll probably kill the one next to him too. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, because it's a it's thunder smite. Yeah. So, um, it would. How do I want to do it? So as I like split his buddy horizontally this time, I split him. Like I just kind of do just a swing across it, like a horizontal swing, swing and just cut him right at right at the waistline. Okay, and and, and because of the thunderous smite, as soon as you hit, and and you you cut you cleave through. Yep, and that. That thunder wave goes off, and it and it actually blows the two body parts away. Yep. And then and then it almost accelerates your blade into the orc next to it. Love it. And I'm just gonna continue on to the orc next okay. to it. Well, he's dead. Oh, they're yeah. Both you dead. killed both oh, of them. with sweet. with a, with a crit. You he had so few health points left over. You definitely killed both okay. of them. So now there's there. You have just a never-ending. You could so, yeah, you could you could fight for a while if you <laughs> wanted to. <laughs> I step up, probably next to Corbin. Okay. Or yeah. Carbon. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing that, it. Too. I know. Yeah, you, I, you started I, I did it. that to you. You it's started my fault. it. Absolutely. I step Great. up to him and I tack the next one. <laughs> I can see. Okay. And that is. Not mad today. Twenty-two to hit. Okay. Yeah, um, that definitely hits. It's dirty. Yeah. So I'm gonna do my two d six for that. Six. Two d six for thunderous. I believe you only get thunderous on one attack. Ah, uh, does it continue? It's concentration. Yeah, but I believe once you use it, it drops. It doesn't say. Oh. It just says concentration okay, for we'll, after we'll, a minute. Okay. But you oh. can fight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking that the smites were one and done. I'll mm-hmm. I'll verify that after, but for now we'll we'll just play it like the key. Okay. Game. So eight, six, there, and oh my god, fifteen damage. Fifteen. Oh, fifteen damage. Yeah. It was poor that's enough rolls. to kill one. Very poor rolls. Yeah, that's enough to kill one. That's cool. total hit points. He dundee then. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that is. I can't do one. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Uh, so at this point, you're seeing a lot of the orcs turning and running towards the truck and running towards other vehicles. Okay. Uh, you you have some coming towards you. Uh, but there are still some right next to the train with you, so they're going to take their attacks against you, Carbon, and the two military personnel. Two threes in a row. That's a hit. Uh, is it? 
three threes. Uh, three so threes. only one wow. connects, and that's going to be against uh, Carbon. But he's going to take another nine damage. Good for you, dude. Say Corbin. Yeah. I was, I was really <laughs> concentrating that time. He made me say it last time. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, God dang it. Uh, and that brings us to Norris. Norris in this big deuce and a half. Yeah. So you just watched the guy who helped you get your arms right. go inside of the train. Perfect. And then, and then there's all the fighting still outside. So I got 30 feet. Yeah, from where I was driving, which would leave me about twenty. Oh, you you have far more than that. You're in the vehicle. I believe the vehicle movement speed. I don't remember. But well, it's, I was, it's I was just saying high. twenty twenty to get to yeah. them. Yeah, you. Oh, yes. So, I'm just going to turn this big deuce and a half towards the herd of orcs. Okay. And I'm going to hammer down on it. <laughs> And just plow as many as I can. So I'm I'm not gonna go through and, and roll bludgeoning damage <laughs> from getting hit by a deuce and a half. Uh, what I will do is I'm gonna roll a d20, and whatever number is on there is how many you smash. Nice. Uh, where do you want to end your movement at? Um, I want to. Cool. End That's my... a 16. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I'm going to end my movement um, between uh, the man that I don't know is Ash and the train. Okay, that so way you just I'm park bet- right between the two? Right between the two. Okay. Yep. Kind of giving people a, a, a sign to get the fuck in the truck. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I'm just going to yell. Get in or keep on keeping on. <laughs> and you are outside with a handful of guns, right? Yes. Okay. So that brings us... Oh, actually, it's it's Corbin. Uh, Corbin is going to... Uh, he sees you with the truck. He's going to run back, but he runs past the truck. And you see him... You see him kind of run up and peek inside peek inside because he's I mean he's a crime he's the son of a crime boss he wants to know what's in there Uh, and with his perception he sees the open box and he sees he sees inside the car Uh, and he is going to turn and cut down a few orcs in front take his three attacks oh actually that does hit because he's got a and he's going to cut down three of them just immediately and he's going to turn you all need to help me get that in the truck and he's pointing inside and the mili- you see the military personnel they're like nah fuck that <laughs> and that brings us to Alphonse. How many? So are the orcs still flowing in? They're they're still there. At this point, for for Alphonse, they're not much of a concern. Okay. Uh, you have Ash and him plowing them over with a truck. Like uh, you, you're pretty clear at this point. 
Okay, so at that point, I would load the weapons into the truck, and I would go okay. back into the container, and I would probably start looking for any sort of medical supplies that might have been in there. Okay, or, uh, roll investigation. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. You you find a first aid kit. Or twenty-five. Sorry, twenty-five. You find a first aid kit. Uh, at this point, technology first aid first aid kits are basically just uh, syringes. They're uh, it's it's almost like an epipen. You just hit it against your skin and it's spring loaded and goes in, and and you find two. Stim packs left in there. They used one on him, and there's two more. Okay. Uh, two stim packs. Those are essentially a, a, a greater healing healing potion. Okay. I My, rolled. I rolled really terrible on yours before. <laughs> I I think uh, I think his mind is truly a just collect all we can because this is going to be a really shitty trek yeah yeah absolutely you guys have to get across the death dells yeah so yeah fair enough uh is there anything else you would like to do with your turn no that's really it i'm just looking to collect stuff okay very good uh that brings us to ash and there's still more orcs in front of us right uh there are uh, but they're they're kind of at this point kind of scrambling to their vehicles, and and they've they've taken much heavier losses than they were anticipating. Okay, and uh, you get the idea that some of them are still going to stay and fight, but but a, a good number of them are are just kind of go and lick their wounds. Okay, so now I'm really sticking around, so to say. Yeah. Um. And and the the two soldiers, the two NATO soldiers are are pursuing. They're they're staying close to the train because they have to protect the cargo, but uh, but they're they're shooting down most of them that come. And you brought out? Did I see him bring any weapons out? Are those weapons? Give me a perception check. Not very good. Eight. You didn't see shit. Yep. <laughs> I was too worried about the <laughs> dealing. Yeah, you hey, didn't see yeah, you, shit. You just saw a, you just saw a truck plow over sixteen orcs. <laughs> yeah. Scary. Um And there is a truck between you and the train. Is he parked between the mm. two of you? Which would explain why you didn't see him. Yes, it would. Any that would be that would explain that. <laughs> X-ray vision. <laughs> <laughs> Don't got that. No. Don't got that up, upgrade. Uh, I kind of want to just make sure the scene is safe and everything, but there's no other sort orcs around us right there's, now. There's okay. still yeah. Okay, I'm gonna attack and continue clearing yep. out what's left. I'm gonna clear okay. what I can. Okay. So uh, the nearest orc towards me, I'm gonna swing in. Hopefully hit. 15? Hits. Yes. The thunder is, is done. So it's just it's just regular. So. Thought so. 
13 damage. Okay. Doesn't quite drop it. Now I'm going to swing at him again. Okay. For 18. <laughs> that definitely hits. 8. Uh, that's enough to cut him down. Perfect. I decapitate him. <laughs> he okay. doesn't deserve his head. <laughs> <laughs> this is my head now. Uh, with your remaining movement, that so most of the orcs are splitting. Okay. Uh, do you want to go to the truck? Do you want to go to the train? Or do you want to stand guard? Um, I'm kind of going to stand guard. Okay. Uh, at this point, we're we're essentially out of initiative. Uh, we're, but we'll we'll let you. Do you just stay in the truck? Yeah, I just stay in the truck and. I just yell, this rig's rolling. Okay. Get in or stay. Okay. You guys are out of initiative. You can just... Um, so, yeah. I, I, at this point, I'm, I walk towards the truck and everything. Do I see him? Do I see you now? I'd probably be coming out with yeah you, yeah I would see me. you yeah you would be at the back of the truck since you just threw all the guns in there yeah I'd yell hey Captain Fancy Arms I need help loading stuff into this we need supplies but there's not any orcs so I wouldn't care right well, yeah I mean, yeah they're they're orcs but they're, they're like they're there they're but they're talent. yeah all right so yeah I would I would get out of the I'd get out of the truck and use my movement to get back there to help load stuff okay uh. I'd introduce myself finally to you, like Alphonse. I'm Alphonse. I'm Norris. Norris. Nice. Norris Gloomface. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds seductive. I like it. You're not my type. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I walk up and I go, I'm Ash. Arnett. Nice to meet you guys. Yo, Alphonse. How's and it going? You, and you hear from inside the truck. From inside the train. This is all great. Help me get this thing. And and you can hear him in there rustling around. Help me get this thing on the truck. It's worth a lot of money to me. And I'll split it with all of you. I don't know you and I don't think so. And I just look at Ash and say, that feller's not too nice, is he? You have no idea what this Which cargo one? is worth. <laughs> and, and this and this and then the, the NATO uh officers turn towards carbon and they start pulling their guns and just in the blink of an eye, both of them lose their hands and are cut through. And both of these NATO soldiers drop. I think I'm going to help that guy, is what Norris would say, because he's no longer raging, and he can kind of think clearly. Okay. I don't know. Still don't think I should help you with this. You have one option that doesn't end with you dead. That's helping me get this box on that truck and getting me to Kansas City where we can all be rich men. 
He's got hookups. I do, but... How do you trust him? Do you know I him? I know of him. Of him? Yes. In what manner? Uh, good and bad. I don't know him, but he moves really quick, and he's pretty lethal with that katanas he's got. <laughs> Fourteen on insight. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Beat him by one. So, you, what you glean from this interaction is, he's he's definitely in it for the money. Like, like, he's he's not gonna he's not gonna double cross you. As long as you get him there, but he does not have good intentions. Like this thing's gonna go to the highest bidder. Hmm. Not good. Not good at all. Do you know what's so special about this? So are, are you helping? Are you in there, kind of helping move the? I'm not really. This I'm crate. Just, I'm talking to you. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm Talk. like making my way into the train. Okay. Like okay. trying to convince these guys that he's pretty deadly <laughs> yeah I yeah. Do you know anything about this I, I know a thing or two oh okay I so you know what this is worth a little bit perfect then you could then you'll be reasonable we can all be wealthy let's let's load this up let's make some money I don't feel like losing my life to NATO uh, they they never have to know as far as they know. We all died in an orc raid. We can go over the hill, kill all the witnesses, load this up, make our way to Kansas City. It's easy. Can we not kill the witnesses? That seems probably like a die good way to end anyways. up. That seems like a good way to end up in Leavenworth. How about how about you walk, walk over the hill, you start killing them. You finish that up and we'll wait here. Why not? That's for fools. What's for fools? Help me load this up, Try the or I will just do without you. I'd like to see you move this. You, metal arms, go move the crate. Well, at this point, <clears throat> I don't know you. I don't know that Alphonse is NATO, do I? I mean, you don't, I, I guess you don't, I can, you don't really know shit about Alphonse. Yeah, I don't really know no. shit about anybody. So no. I'll just kind of be in it for myself. So at this point, I'm not really raging, and I'm not super smart. So I just be like, well, this guy said he could kill me, and I've seen him move, and I also know there's orcs around. So I kind of want to get out of here. Yeah. So I'm more like, either we move this thing right now, and we get the fuck out of Dodge. Or we just all three try and combat this guy and we keep the fucking prize money for ourselves. Which doesn't seem very smart, but that I'm not very smart. Well, so that's my two options. What, what do you do? Because I, I discussing, that, I bring, it, discussing I, it is, is metagaming. we got to make a decision. That's fair, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. Um, <clears throat> I, I keep one hand on the... I keep one hand on the the cryo chamber and I point at Alphonse and I say 
get over here and help me move this thing or take a fucking swing. So so if you're if you're in there to move that cryo chamber, you see in there a young girl. Yeah. That's fair. Why is there some chicken here? We don't have time for questions. Load it in. We'll get it where it needs to go. And he at this at this point he's he's swords drawn and he's just either move the fucking crate or I'm going to cut anybody down that doesn't cooperate. Are you, you seem like a reasonable man. You're going to help me, aren't you? I feel like at this point I would just get tired of everybody bickering and I would just fucking grab it and just yeet I, it in the freaking <laughs> give, in the me, give, give me a strength check. Fifteen. Okay, with with that, you're you're you can't just eat it. <laughs> like, Come on, I have metal arms. This is a cryo chamber. Uh, it weighs a lot. Yeah, it, it's pretty heavy, but you are able to move it. You're able to to move it out and kind of drag it across the ground. Okay. Uh, because metal arms don't make your legs strong. That's fair. <laughs> But I always lift with my back in a jerking, <laughs> twisting motion. Perfect. That's how you're supposed to do it. Right. That's probably Public service announcement. Fucked up anyway. <laughs> I. Are there any other vehicles? Yeah. Quite a few. Yeah. Undamaged. Uh, there's there's a couple of buggies and a motorcycle left. Okay. What? Uh, Dips on the motorcycle. As uh, an option, Mister DM, what if I were to make a suggestion to him? AKA cast a suggestion spell on this motherfucker. Go for it. Yeah, get in his cybernetics. Cool. I am going to just stare at him and be like, the aggression is a little much. I suggest you get in one of those vehicles and head north till you run out of gas. Uh whoa. What's your DC? Sixteen. Sixteen. Wisdom. Sixteen wids. Did he fail? So, he takes his katana, and he sheathes it. And he walks over, climbs on the motorcycle, and say again what you told him to do? Uh, Get in a vehicle and head north until you run out of gas. He gets on the motorcycle, fires it up, and rides it north. There goes your motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really. I like motorcycles. They would have been nice to ride one. Well done. Truly well done. He even had uh, proficiency in wisdom saving throws. I looked I th- like extremely <laughs> stunned, and I'm like, what just happened? Uh, uh, well, I can. Re- do you want me to read the spell for the sake of the, the rest of the group? Do you guys want to hear Flavor it. Well, I'll read the original. Yeah, read the original and then, yeah. So you suggest a course of action or a course of activity and magically influence the creature you can see within a range that can hear and understand you. Creature that can't be charmed or immune to this effect. The suggestion must be worded in such a manner to as to make the course of action sound reasonable. Asking the creature to stab itself, throw itself into a spear, uh, and so on and so forth. Any harmful act cancels the spell. Yeah. And it lasts but, for eight hours. But just telling him to travel north. Yeah, I, I would definitely allow that. Cool. Absolutely. So he, he just 
He rides off into the mist. How I would essentially flavor this is Alphonse is pretty skilled at hacking and back to the gentleman on the train or anything like influencing you. It's just a, a military upgrade that he has that he uses to influence others. I, I, I picture almost like Alphonse's eye just like flashing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, almost like rewriting a thought. Yeah. 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 That's beautiful. I love that. That was really cool. Uh, you, you successfully avoided a pretty rowdy combat. I figured. She <laughs> 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 took out five people with uh, action surge and attacks. Yeah. Normal attacks. Uh, well done. Very nice. All right. Uh, this is going to get interesting. So, gentlemen, should we load this? Gentlemen, or is it loaded now? No, it, I don't think it's loaded. He's, he's on his. It's on its way to the truck. Yeah, I'm I dragging. I suggest that we band together and make our way to Kansas. Um, maybe you don't want to head to Kansas. I'm not sure why you were on the train. I'm not sure why you were on the train either. But going as a group, I feel, is the safest thing at this point. And we need to take this young girl. Young girl, what age? Did she looks she younger. looks about eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. Uh, we need to take this rain with us and ensure her safety. Rain, huh? Okay. And and you would see at this point the the markings on the side. The uh oh what was it? Uh realistic artificial intelligence neurological system. You don't need to know that, but just so you know that's that's where he's getting the the name from it says on the side reigns because you know how the military loves their acronyms oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you gentlemen i will answer uh, some questions really i think we just need to get the people some of the weapons to protect ourselves and travel in a group down there uh, i agree with that so i'll let everybody make an investigation check just to see if there's anything worth taking uh stuff like that if you want to make the investigation. 17. 13. 8. 8. Uh, so you don't find much on the, the, the train. It, you're rushed. The train is scattered. There's shit everywhere. Uh, what you do spot, uh, one of the NATO officers has these really interesting boots on. Oh, okay. Uh, they are they are a in, instead of having like mechanical legs or feet, they are these heavy boots that seem to have some sort of propulsion system. Oh. Okay. Like rocket boots. Uh, that's exactly what they're called in D&D Beyond because they're an item I built. <laughs> uh, how many? Nice. Just one? They yeah, all the, have them? How no, many? there's just one pair. Just one. Yeah. Just one of those NATO officers is wearing them. And they're all kind of outfitted a little differently. He was definitely the most kitted out. Uh, you can assume that he was probably the officer in charge. Uh, was the minigun left over? Or the revolver? <laughs> The big hand cannon. The hand cannon. Yeah. Uh, no, he took his stuff with he him. Okay. Yeah, he didn't grab the case, 
so all his nice clothes and stuff are still there. But he had his revolver on his hip, and then and then his katanas with him. Okay, oh, I when never saw the case. Oh, I never saw no. the case either. You Just, did see the case. I did see. The oh case. yeah, with yeah. with your, I would say with your investigation, you're able to go over and grab the case. Good because I need some clothes because I just got kicked out of a fucking trunk. Yeah, you're you're wearing probably very little. You would be in like prisoner clothing, like an orange jumpsuit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I need some clothes. So, you go over and you grab the case. Uh, do you do you try to grab the clothes out? Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to open the case. Okay. So so you you reach in and you stick your whole arm in and you're Big feeling case. around and it's just like you can't feel the sides. It's a Mary you, Poppins case. Yeah, you're not sure exactly how it works cuz you're pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow you're able to you you reach in and you're able to like grab the clothing cuz that's what you're that's where your mind is at, right? And you you pull the clothing out, but you didn't you didn't feel sides. And I didn't feel anything thing. else except for clothing. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I keep the case. Though. Yeah, absolutely. It's a nice case. It's about it's about uh, a foot by two foot. Uh, and uh, upon thinking about it, you are not sure how the fuck he had two katanas in this thing. But with my my slightly, yeah, you're slightly, you're not brain dead. Yeah, slightly <laughs> still active brain. Kind of makes sense as he pulled two katanas out, but I don't understand why I'm only feeling clothes. Yeah, but no sides. Yeah, I like that. So I think we'll leave it there. Sounds good. So you guys have uh, a truck, and I will I will send everybody the statistics for that truck because it I have them. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you have people, you have a young lady in a cryo chamber, uh, and a pile of guns. <laughs> Thanks everyone for checking out Dubstep and Dragons. We hope to catch you next week where we'll find out what just happens of this train wreck of a situation to our merry band of adventurers. Don't forget to drop us a like, follow, and subscribe. You can check us out on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook.